When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Kenzie. I'm Jamie. And this is the Codependent Podcast. We are back for week four. Yes, these last couple of weeks have been awesome. And today we are talking all about young marriage, young love. <laughs> Such a fun topic. We both have felt like we have never really got to share our full stories on marriage. We want to talk about that and also talk about the culture of young marriage. What is young marriage? Like, what do people think young marriage is? And the pros, the cons, everything in between. Yes. We're, Divorce, engagements. We kind of want to just dive into young marriage because I feel like that's a huge question we get. Like we were married so young, like we were babies and I feel like a baby still. And I've been married for almost five years. So um, let's just dive right in. Uh, yeah. Let's start with you and Justin. Let's do a little bit of a rundown. And also let's side note this too. Next week, we're doing an episode with our husbands. And so I thought this would be a really fun episode to, to get do. to know our story yes. because so, yes. once you know our story, you'll really connect with the Q&A, which will be really fun. Yeah. We're going to do a full Q&A with the boys. And so we're going to give you guys the chance to ask the husband's questions because there was a good amount of questions that I even got about young marriage for DJ, like completely what, what it was like being a young dad from his standpoint. And I think that'll be really cool once you guys get to know me and Jamie's side and our stories a little bit, then that way you guys can better know DJ and Justin for next week episode. It's going to be a fun Valentine's episode. So <laughs> just be ready for that. Um, I just wanted to preface this episode is going to go hand in hand with next episode. So yes. be ready for that. Yes. Okay, Jamie, take it away. Tell us about how you and Justin met, your age, all the details. <laughs> so I was 18 years old and moved in to my first college apartment at BYU-Idaho in Rexburg. I actually had a boyfriend back home that I had been dating for like a year. Like like all of senior year. Yeah, like a good amount of time. Um, and anyway, he actually like drove with me up to college. I think and this is hilarious. Like dropped me off and he went back to Arizona and literally never even like talk to him again. It was so weird because I remember like at one point before I got to college, like I was talking to one of my friends and she was like, are you so excited? Like blah, blah, blah. And he was literally sitting right next to me. And I was like, I'm so excited to like meet new boys there. Just in my head, I knew that it was We're just going to be over. Like it was a high school thing. It was fun. And like, that was it. It really felt like that was the end when I was getting there. And I was like, I was really excited to like meet new people. Um, but also like never, ever, ever in my head did I ever think I would get married so young. Like I was like, I'm going to meet boys. I'm going to date a bunch of boys. Like that was just what was in my head. And, um, so anyway, I moved in, it was day one and I had no idea who my roommates were because last minute, the story's like so crazy last minute, they had like changed my entire roommates. I had no idea who they were. So one of my roommates who is Justin's sister, she was in there and Justin came in, he was helping her move in and we talked and he was like, hi, like I'm Justin and we introduced and it was nothing crazy, but like, I was like, oh, he's cute. Like whatever. And then 
Christy, who's Dustin's sister, my roommate, texted me. We had like a big like college night and it was like you go play games and you just like go meet people. She texted me and she's like, hey, we're all going to go like to the drive-in movie and watch this big, huge football game. Like, do you want to come? And I didn't know, but like Justin had told her to text me that. And I was like, oh, no, sorry. Like I already have plans because I had already gotten invited to something else. And they were like, oh, dang it. And so... That was like kind of and funny. And you and Christy were pretty different. Yeah. So you just, you just didn't no, know and it was well. literally She's from Canada. She like, yeah, just very different personalities. Completely. So in your head, you're like, oh, I don't know if this girl really wants to hang out with me. Yeah, like, exactly. If, like we'd be friends. And I met a couple of girls that I was like, they had invited me to stuff. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to like go hang out with them. Like yes. I, had, I knew nobody. Like, like she moved to Idaho literally by herself. I didn't know a single person like in a new place, nobody. And so... Anyway, I was like so happy that she invited me to something and, but I already had plans. So anyway, I didn't go and. In your head at all, were you like, I should go for her brother? Um, honestly, I didn't really know. Like, I feel like my head was just kind of in a whirlwind because like I said, I did have a boyfriend back home. This was literally night one. So okay. I was kind of like, I'm done. But also in my head, I was like, I was not seeking something. So Makes it's sense. not like I had like oh, I'm like looking for a cute boy. Makes sense. Like I was looking, but yes. I wasn't looking. I mean, we're always looking. <laughs> exactly. Just kidding, DJ. Just kidding. So anyway, um, yeah. So we, he like would come over and just help her. And it was pretty quickly like off the bat that we hit it off. And we would, you know, just flirt and joke. And um, just as he came over more, we started hanging out more. And him and I started talking more. And the funniest thing, like his sister was actually so... So opposed to us. It's dating. so funny. I was just about to ask you, how did Christy feel about it? Because you think like people are like, oh my gosh, she set you guys up. And it was actually literally the opposite. Anyway, it was really funny because we were kind of like dating and she would get upset because like we weren't inviting her to stuff. And she also like had not seen Justin in a couple of years because he had gone like on a mission for our church. So like she was also like, oh wait, Excited I kind of want to get to know him again as my brother. But then he was like, oh, I'm dating this girl. And so um, anyway, we would just go on like hang out and we'd always go on group dates. Like he'd never asked me out on like a one-on-one date because it'd always be like, Oh, I'm coming over to my sister's house and like, or my sister's apartment and we're just going to hang out. Like, so it was just very convenient. And I remember like, I always joke with him now. I'm like, you never even like asked me on a date. And I remember, I feel like that's such like a BYUI thing. It is. It's like, Oh, I'm just going to come over and let like, us we're just hang. Gonna hang. Yeah. And I remember finally he asked me on a group date and we had been like hanging out like probably every day at this point. And it wasn't even like we weren't kissing. We weren't like boyfriend, girlfriend, nothing like that. But we were just hanging out like consistently pretty much every day. And he had asked me, he was like, Hey, like me and my friends were going on like a triple date. Do you want to come? And I was like, Oh, like as your date. And so I feel like from there is when we got like more serious. And I feel like in Mormon relationships, seriousness goes quick. And we were both like nervous about that. Yeah. In the Mormon, like Mormon relationships, I feel like, I don't know, once you're serious, it goes quick. And I think we both were like afraid of that. And he like had no intention. He had just gotten home off of a mission. Like he had no intention of getting married really. He was like, I just want to date. And I remember we like always off about this too his dad was like don't marry the first girl you date off your mission like date around Whoops. oops <laughs> sorry um so yeah we went on that group date and we just started hanging out more and I remember one night and like we have curfew at BYU Idaho like there's a curfew <laughs> the curfew is I think it's 12 o'clock on weekend weekends and then it's I think you get 1 a.m on like a Saturday Oh, okay. I or, thought it was way earlier than that, but I didn't, I don't know. I didn't date there, so I wouldn't yeah. know. 
Anyway, we had like sat in the car because we were both kind of like, what do we want out of this? Like we were kind of just like hanging out, kissing we a bunch. We were hanging out every single day. Every single day. After school, we'd walk to classes together. We would like, we would just hang out until we had to go home. We'd do our homework together. Like, and we would, I would go to all of his basketball games. Like, I don't know. It was just. I also feel like Justin knowing him now is very logical. So like, yes, if he wasn't going to marry you or there wasn't going to be a future with you, like he would just be like, I'm done. Exactly. And I think that that's kind of like what happened. We got to a point where, so like we met in September and this was probably like, honestly, like middle of November is when I would say we kind of had like a DTR because we were sitting in in the car and we started talking about like what do we want like where is this going and I know that sounds like so crazy to people we were literally like two months into a relationship but really like friends to kind of like we weren't boyfriend and girlfriend still we were just like hanging out every day and I was kind of like what are we doing like but again in the in our culture of our religion like that is so normal it is like if you guys are two months in like you're like are we going to date and get married or are we just not going anywhere? And I had guys asking me on dates and I didn't really know like what to say, where I was at with him. Like we were not boyfriend, girlfriend. And I didn't know if he was trying to date other girls. Like I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm super attached and clingy and you're like going to go date another girl. Yeah. Like that's weird. And so we sat in my car or his car, I don't remember, till like 4 a.m. And we just like talked about it. And he pretty much told me like, I want to date other girls. Like I don't really know what I want right now. And I was like pretty sad because I thought it was going to go the other way. I thought he was going to be like, let's date. Like I'm in love with you. I felt pretty sad. And he just was like, I just like think I want to date other girls, like whatever. And literally the next day he like was on a date with another girl anyway. And I was like pretty bummed, but I wasn't like heartbroken. I was just like, oh dang, this kind of sucks. Like I thought that this might be going somewhere. And anyway, it was so funny because I was like, you know what? I'm going to like see how many guys can be on a date. <laughs> just like I was like I need a confidence boost right now like I felt really down and anyway I it was like that Monday so that happened on like a Friday night and like so I gave him the weekend I didn't talk to him we didn't hang out and that Monday a different boy was walking me home from class and Justin happened to be pulling out of like his sister's parking lot which was my parking yes. lot and that boy was literally walking me across the street. You're like, look at and me I was now, like, ha, Justin. Ha. And it literally, he was like, not cute. He was a boy that just like kind of followed me home. Like, like probably like <laughs> sat while you in class and wanted to go on Literally, date. yeah. It was funny because he saw that and probably not even five minutes later, he texted me. He was like, hey, can I come over tonight? I want to talk to you. And I was like kind of shaking like, oh my gosh. So I was and like. I think at that point you knew like, oh, frick, I really liked him. I did. I was like, oh, dang it. But I was also so happy that he saw me like with a different guy. Well, exactly. Because you were like, I, that like break, couple day break made you realize, oh, frick. Yes. I really like this guy. Exactly. And so he came over that night and we talked and he told me um, that he had gone on a date with another girl and they had like kissed and stuff. And he was like, I just like knew that it wasn't you. And like the whole weekend I was thinking about you and I was just like so happy. And at that point I was like, okay, like not that it was like, he's the one, but it was like, okay, like I think that this is like going to happen. I think we're going to date because we both kind of felt that we mm -hmm. both really missed each other that weekend. And it felt like there was a void. And so probably a couple weeks later, I or probably a week later, I went up to Canada. Um, and I had been there with his sister, I think before, and we were hanging out that night and he like officially asked me to be his girlfriend. And so that's like when we started like officially dating boyfriend, girlfriend. And from there, I felt like it just went so fast. Yeah. No, I feel like I blinked and you guys were like pregnant with maybe. No, literally. So <laughs> we started dating. It was November and, um, like 
exclusively boyfriend, girlfriend, still hang out every day, whatever. And then he proposed to me in March, which is like, that's like six months from when you guys met. Yeah. Six months from when we met, which is actually like now looking back, like now being like older, I'm like, that's insanity. Like that's, you guys knew each other for six months before you got (laughs) engaged. Like that is crazy. No, it is. When I think back, I'm like, no, that didn't happen. I knew him for years. Like in my head, I feel like I did. And I don't know why or what, but it just like went so quick. And like, I don't know. Okay, I just, so engaged in March. Engaged in March. Married in May. Married in May. Yeah, we had an eight week, an eight to nine week engagement. And yeah, it was crazy. Like looking back and like, so from the time we met to the time we were married was like eight. Less than a year. Eight months. Yeah, eight to nine months. That's crazy. Which is like, what? Like, like it's almost cringy if I didn't know you guys. If you didn't know us, I know. And it's like, I hate that so much, but it's like literally when you know, you know, and you cannot deny it. And that was like, that was both. That was the feeling that we had. Like, Do you was, feel like it was love at first sight or do you feel like it no. needed more cultivating than... Yeah, which is crazy. It's like, yeah, it needed a long time, but like six months. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't, it definitely wasn't love at first sight because I wasn't like, oh my gosh, he's the boy I'm going to marry. But I felt like once we got to that point of like, what do we want? Then it was like, I'm head over heels in love with you. And yeah. like, there was nothing else. And it was like, you are the person I'm supposed to marry. And that feeling was like so undeniable. No, I know that feeling. And for sure. it just sticks with you. Yeah. And I think Justin took a minute to get there, which a minute, yeah, whatever. But it took him a minute in Mormon culture to like, for sure, want to be like, okay, wait, I like, cause I feel like most boys, especially when you go up to BYU, Idaho are like, they're, they have a ring in their pocket. They're literally they're waiting, like waiting to use Justin their was ring. the opposite. He was like, I'm not going to get married. Like, and I was like that too. And that's the crazy thing. We were both like, we're not going to go to BYUI and get married in the first year we're there. And then you guys were that stereotype. And we literally were, which is so crazy. But obviously now looking back, it's like, okay, that's what was supposed to happen. Yes. And so, yeah, that was kind of our story and of like how we met and when we got married and engaged and it was so short. And now we've like coming up in May, we've been married for six years. And you're 25. You're 24. Yes. So Jan, we always make fun of Jamie because she was engaged when she was 18. I was so. We and got, you were married when you were 18. Yes. I hate it because it I got the married day the before. Day before my 19th birthday. So she was literally 18. Years I was old. literally 18 years old, and I w- would you have thought I would ever be that person? Like 18. It's hard because I feel like yes and no. Okay. You have always been older. Than you seem like maturity maturity level. I feel like in my you head, have always been older than yes. you've seemed. You and Justin also like on paper, like weren't good together. No, like and that was hard for me when I met Justin. Yes, because I met him and I was like, Jamie, <laughs> are you sure? I love Justin now. Like literally, Justin's like my best friend. But like when I met him, I was very standoffish. Yes, I was very like Jamie. He's a little <laughs> different than you. Just because he grew up so different and he's grew up in Canada and with the ranch and like, yep. just like very different. Now I've gotten to know and I'm like, oh my gosh, like your guys' personalities are like perfect for each other. They do. And they're literally perfect. Now being married, it's like you're, I mean, obviously before that, but it's like, you're my person. And like every single thing that I flaw, like have a flaw in, he is perfect in. And like 100%. Also, you're coming into a home of four women that are very outspoken women, plus our mom, who is even more outspoken than us. So of course, Justin's the first boy. Me, Kat, and Kendall, none of us were married. None of us even probably had boyfriend. I didn't even have a boyfriend. Like, Like, so coming into our home and being the first man and like the 
only man besides our dad. But like that is intimidating. So of course he just kind of sat in the corner and didn't get to be who he was because that's intimidating. Trying to like open up. So now that I've seen him open up and be who he is, like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with Justin. But when I first met him, I was like, he is so different than us and so different than you. But now he just like is the missing puzzle piece of our family. A hundred percent. But I was terrified he was going to take you to Canada. Yes. That was probably my biggest fear as your sister was like, you're gone. Yeah. Like, he's going to, he's going to take you away from me. And Completely. That, that was well, I think like young love too. Like, I mean, we were both young. Justin was 21 yeah, and I was which 18. Is young for a man. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're just like, I don't care about any external thing. Like I love you so much and I want to marry you. It's like, it doesn't matter what happens in five years. Yeah, all of that. I was like, let's plan our future. Okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. You're just so like love struck that you like forget sometimes to like I mean, you just don't think about every little detail. And I don't think you need to. Like, yes, you should have like a plan. And like, I mean, even you guys, like you went to Canada and then you decided Canada is not the place for us. We're going to Arizona. Yep. So plans can change immediately. And so much has changed in six years of marriage. Oh my gosh. So much has changed. You guys like, even like kid wise, I feel like for you guys, like you want a kid super close together. Then you had a miscarriage and then your kids were like a little bit further apart than you thought they would be like, and you wanted a ton of kids and now you want less kids. Like. You were in Canada, now you're in Arizona. Like there's just so many. So much changes. So many changes. And that's okay. Completely. Completely okay. Because yes. you grow and you change and it's great. Yeah. So there's our story. So what about you and Deej? Do we have five hours? <laughs> Maybe. Honestly, me and Deej were a freaking crap show, you guys. So I met DJ when I was 18. I had graduated high school and when I was still living up in Prescott, which is where I'm from, he actually was on a group date with Kat, our oldest sister, um, cause she had lived down in the Valley. Um, and so she went on a group date with him and then I graduated high school, moved to, um, Phoenix from Prescott and we were actually going on a group date trip to Mexico, to Rocky Point, which is like four hours from us. And there was like a mom chaperone going who was super cool. And she was like, I want everybody to bring dates so that you guys can like hang out and do all this. Like there's a huge thing in our church called young single adults and they all get together and they do fun activities and fun things. And it was basically like a young single adult trip basically. But she wanted everybody to bring like a date. Me being like newly graduated. I just moved down from Prescott. Like I knew nobody. And Kat was like, I went on a group date with this guy and I'm pretty sure you guys would hit it off immediately. And I was like, of literally immature 18 year old. Also at this time I had my mission call. So I was going on a mission for my church. I was leaving in October um, and I was supposed to go to Mexico city. So I wasn't thinking about dating really because it was just on the back burner. And I just was very focused on getting out, going on my mission. It was going to be great. So I really want to go on this trip to Mexico. Like all my friends are going. So I went to a volleyball game that he was playing in and like 100% love it for a sight. <laughs> Like his mom, even to this day, like she was there at the volleyball tournament and was like, I saw you pointing at DJ. Like I was hundred percent pointing him out. Like he had also gotten home from his mission, like maybe two weeks before that. Yeah. So he was very fresh off of his mission and was not looking to settle down. Yep. Like if you know DJ, you know, he was not looking to settle down <laughs> at all. And so I went up to him at the game and I literally was like, Hey, I'm going to Mexico tomorrow do you want to go and he said that that was like the like the first thing he remembers about me because he said that he fell in love with my confidence because I just walked up to this stranger and invited him to go to Mexico with me for the weekend um which is always really sweet because he always says that but he (laughs) was like 
can't go to Mexico. I have a job, like a big boy job, and it wasn't like a weekend. And so I was like kind of disappointed, whatever. Um, I went home that night with Kat and he found me on Instagram, messaged me on Instagram and was like, I'm really sorry I couldn't go to Mexico with you. But like when you get back, let's hang out. And we were going to the lake in the morning. We had a boat. We are going to wakeboard at like 5 a.m. And I replied. I was like, oh, yeah, no worries. We're actually going to the lake tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. if you want to come. <laughs> You're like, I'm making this guy I am come. like really persistent. And and in the moment, I didn't even think about it. Oh, yeah. Because well, and also like, I mean, we had just gotten out of high school. Like, like that was normal. That's just what you just like, okay, if that doesn't work tomorrow, then what about today? No. Or like whatever. I didn't like realize <laughs> that, that was like confident of me yes. or like persuasive of me or persistent I just thought oh you can't you want to hang out with me but like you can't so he lives like 30 minutes away from me and I was like we're leaving at 5 a.m and like DJ doesn't wakeboard he's like not a boat rat like he's not (laughs) he's like into it now because our family is but like he never really was into it and um he replied I was like yeah I'll be at your house at 4 30 I was like great this guy is cool so we he meets me at my house we go to the lake and like oh my gosh I'm in like like I'm like starstruck by him. Like it is unbelievable how much I liked him off the bat. Like, yes. He like put his arm around me when we were on the boat for like the first time. And I was like, he is so smooth. And honestly, he was very smooth because yes. he just dated a lot of girls. But I was like, he really likes me. Like he like has his arm around me. He's like holding my hand the whole time. And like, he was like so touchy feely, which like I'm really into that. Yes. And so he was like just really affectionate. And I, I remember just thinking like, oh my gosh, like I really like this guy. And I just met him yesterday. So we leave the lake and he's like, let's go out when you get back, whatever. And I was like, sounds good. Went to Mexico with a different guy. Like yes. A totally different guy. And got home from Mexico and we went and watched his brother perform like in a play. It was like this really fun. Day. It was like an actual real date. Um, I went to dinner out afterwards. I met his brother. It was so fun. It was awesome. And then from there, we just kept dating. Like we just kept going on dates. And looking back, I like, I think it's just funny because DJ is like not a commitment type of guy. Yes. And like immediately we like got committed like yes. pretty quickly, which also was kind of hard for me because I was supposed to leave on my mission in October. So this is August. And so we dated all of August. And then I remember him texting me and he's just like, so like, we're like exclusive now. And I was like, well, like, I don't want to be exclusive because I'm supposed to be leaving. And he was like, well, like, but like, we're only dating each other. And I was like, well, I mean, yeah, you're the only guy I'm, guy I'm dating. We hang out every night. Like yes. there's no other guy I could be dating. He's like, okay, sounds good. Like I'm not dating other girls either. And I was like, okay, sounds good. Which I don't ever think we like needed to like define the relationship, but yes. it was nice to hear. Like I'm not dating other girls. Oh yeah. You like wait for that. But like, also like okay. we hung out every night. Like I know you're not dating other girls yes. type of thing. Um, we went for my birthday. We went to Six Flags and we left at like 4 a.m. We yes. drove six hours to Six Flags. We did Six Flags all day. And we drove six hours back. Um, and like I just knew. I knew so early I loved him. Oh yeah. Like, you did. So early. So I remember... We were sitting in my car at Texas Roadhouse and like I remember just sitting there like bawling because I'm like, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. And like, I love you. Like I loved him. And so it was really hard. And that's like when he said that he loved me for the first time. And it was like a month before I'm supposed to leave. Like this is September and I'm leaving in October. And in my head, I'm like, I'm still going. Like I'm still going. And also DJ was also very much like you're going. It was never like you're staying for me. Yes. And I think he, I mean, he even says it now. He didn't want him to be the reason I stayed and the reason I didn't get to experience things. And he went on a mission and he loved it and didn't want me to miss out on those things. And so, um, 
October rolls around and I left. Yeah. And it was like probably the hardest thing ever. It was pretty miserable. It yeah. was it was pretty miserable. It like, was really hard for you. First of all, missions are hard in general. Of course. I went to Mexico City for you go for like six weeks to like a training and then after the six weeks you leave into like your actual mission field, which is really cool that I was called to Mexico City and I also was in the Mexico City training center. Um and when you're in the training center, you will if you're on your mission as well, you get to email your family or friends one time a week. So I'd get to email DJ one time a week and email you one time a week. And I remember hearing all about you and Justin, which was really fun. And honestly, it was really hard for me. Like it was, mission was not for me. Like it was really, really hard. I don't know if it was DJ. I don't know if it was just being there. When I think too, you're like, okay, wait, I love this guy and I'm leaving. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. And like, I mean, a mission's a year and a half. Like, and also side note, DJ had sent a missionary out, a girl. Yes. And then he dated me. And I had read their emails. And you knew that she was coming home. And I knew she was coming home. And I knew that he, like, in Mormon culture, it's a thing called writing somebody off. Basically telling them, like, I'm getting married or I met someone else, basically. And he had written her off. And they, like, stopped emailing, like, once me and him were dating. And, like, but, like, I'd also read their emails where she was, like, when I get home, we're getting married. But then he was emailing me like the same things and and I couldn't get out of my head. In your head, you're like, it's not gonna, like, we're not gonna, we're not, it's not gonna work. And I was just anxious about it. And in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have dated somebody for my mission. Yeah. Looking back, obviously. So I ended up staying out there for six weeks. um, And then I came home. I came home and excuse me, but shit hit the fan when I got home. Well, I remember you being out and like, I would try and talk to DJ like, how's it going? Like you miss Kenzie. And he's like, yeah, but I'm like totally good. Like, but then it's, but to me, it wasn't. To, yeah. To you. He's like, I miss you so much. Like I'm not I doing anything. I can't wait anything. for you to get home. I'm waiting for you. I haven't even been on a date yet. Yeah. Um, I came home and he had a girlfriend. You were like, I, but we're in love. But I'm in love. Cause for me, six weeks had passed and it was six weeks of every single second of my life thinking about him. Completely. For him, it was six weeks of, I don't have a girlfriend I'm, I get to date. Like, I'm, like I've done this before, so I'm like kind of going to remove myself. Yeah. Yeah. And if you know DJ, you know his personality is basically that. Yeah. I, if, I'm just going to remove myself. Yep. Oh, so I, this paints DJ to be such a bad guy. No, we'll keep going. He's not a bad guy, you guys. So I get home. But you also have to remember, he was 21 years old. He was 20. Yeah. Oh, he was 20. Yeah. He was 20. I mean, any guy, like... That's not, yeah. that's not speaking about who DJ is as a person. And also he just gone home from a church mission where for two years he didn't talk to a single girl. And then exactly. he got home. I was the first and only girl that he had kissed since being home. Yep. So at that point he was like, oh, well I can date now. Yes. Like it was, yeah. So it was a whole new world for DJ. So anyways, I get home and I texted him and was like, I'm home. Like what's going on? And he just like. I didn't talk to him. He was literally non-existent for me. And so... I like totally remember you texting me like, what is going on? Like, I'm literally home and I'm like home for him. Like, yeah. I'm here. Looking back, I was home for me. Of course. Because it was emotionally a really hard experience for me. Definitely. So it wasn't just DJ. No. It was just... It was experience as a whole, but I mean, he was a huge part of it. I mean, yeah, of course. Your heart was not... Your heart was with him. Exactly. Like, and so... 
he finally finally texted me back and it was like the next day and he was like yeah you can come over no one's home whatever so he was still living at his parents house at that time and so I go over to his house we sat down we chatted he had told me that he had a new girlfriend they weren't very well okay it wasn't a girlfriend it was a girl that he had been seeing they weren't exclusive but he had like gone a few dates with her and he was like I kind of wanted to see where that goes I don't want to just be with you because you're home which was obviously horrible for me but like looking back I'm like yeah I agree it shouldn't be I came home and like okay now you're obligated to marry me because I'm home yeah that was that was I mean mature on his part but also immature on his part because I felt like I was being lied to um so anyways so we didn't date and then a few weeks after that I would say maybe like three or four weeks after that he asked me if I'd go to the movies with him um so we went to the movies and he had told me he'd broken up with this girl or stopped seeing this girl whatever and it was probably like December and I remember we tried to date and it was just so bad like it was so bad we just didn't I think I was very angry I was trying to rush our relationship and he was trying to kind of like take a step back from it like yeah we just we decided to call things off around it was honestly around Christmas which sucked but yeah we just called things off and we didn't date and then a year and a half went by like literally a year and a half. Um, I dated a ton. DJ dated a ton. We like both had relationships, but we stayed like really in touch with each other. Like I don't think we went ever went longer than like two weeks without talking, without communicating. We hung out all the time. Like we hung out probably once a month. Um, we stayed like in really close contact, but literally every single guy I dated was just like it's compared him I compared a hundred percent and it was never comparable Mm -hmm. like I was just holding on and longing for that feeling I felt with him that I felt every time I was with him and so even though we were broken up and we were never officially back together during those year and a half that year and a half I still like wished we were but I knew DJ wasn't ready and so I never said anything because I'm like I don't want to force you into dating me if you're not ready, you need to be the one that's ready because I'm sitting here and I'm ready. And I think he knew this whole time I'd been ready, but I just took a step back from it. And I, I dated a ton of guys and we just kind of did our own thing, but we stayed in contact, which was great. Yes. So anyways, so February hard for you that he dated other girls. No, no, because I feel like, I mean, you wanted to get married. No, I wanted to get married. I was looking to get married. I was not looking to get married to DJ. I was looking to get married. Right. I wanted to get married. I always knew I wanted to get married young. Um, at this point, you and Kat were both married. And yeah. so I I was just looking to get married. I mean, that's just, that's what I wanted. And I was also in college at the time. I wasn't just like dating and not doing anything. I was in college. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I dated a lot of guys. And honestly, like 90% of them I probably could have married. Mm-hmm. I dated some really awesome people. Um, but none of them were DJ. And he would date other girls and I never, I knew it was never serious. I knew he was never super serious about another girl because every time I thought he was, he would text me and be like, we should hang out. And I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, you're not that serious about her. There was one girl who wouldn't hang out with me while he was like dating her or like talking with her. I was like, oh my gosh, no, like he's going to marry. And that was my initial thought was he's going to marry this girl. My chance is done. And I was terrified. And then like two days later, he asked me to hang out and it was fine. Um, but then <laughs> I like could gauge it off of that. And well, that's, and that's what I kept doing. Like I, I knew like if there was ever a time he didn't like want to hang out with me, I knew like, oh frick, he's, he's serious Crap, to somebody. He kind of likes her. But then roles reversed and I started dating somebody I was very serious about. Like we were really serious and I really, really, I, I loved this guy. Yeah. I really do. I did truly love him. And this is probably the longest me and DJ had ever been without talking, without seeing each other. I kept blowing him off. I kept saying, we're not hanging out. I have a boyfriend. 
Um, and then finally, like this boy was like, Hey, like we got to decide what we're doing here. Like we're, you're wishy-washy, you're in and out. And I knew, I've known that DJ wanted to hang out and this is February. And so it was literally Valentine's day and DJ's like, I'm going to pick you up. Let's go out. And I was like, okay, sounds good. And I went over to my boyfriend's house at that time. And I was like, I need like five days, like give me five days. I need like time to myself. I need to think I need to decide what I want. Cause like we need to either like get engaged or not. Cause we had dated, we, me and him had dated for like a hot minute. Yeah. Um, and me and him were on and off a few times too. Yes. But anyways, so I went and so the guy was like, sounds good. Like, yeah, let's take our time, separate and like decide what we want kind of thing. And I went and hung out with DJ, went to lunch and I legitimately right after lunch drove straight over to my boyfriend's house. And I was like, we can't, I'm done. Yeah. Like I just, I couldn't willingly date somebody I was not as in love with as I was with DJ. No. And you knew that in your heart. And I knew it. I mean, but he just needed time to like, he needed time to figure out what he wanted. And this was that time. Yeah. And so February hit and like I broke up with my boyfriend and me and DJ started hanging out. It just from there, we got so serious. I remember we went up to Brian Head. That's when we went up to Brian Head. It was spring break. It wasn't Christmas. Okay. Yes. Um, and we were up in Brian Head and I was listening to my mom talk to like her best friend that we were there with. I was like eavesdropping and she was like, so she's back with DJ. I saw that on Instagram and my mom's like, oh yeah, like they're getting married. And like, I had kind of been like waiting for something because I don't know. I wanted everybody's approval. Of course. I wanted my sisters and my mom and everybody to love him. Like they did love him before. In the beginning. Yeah, exactly. And so hearing my mom say that and she's like, I've had so many like experiences where I just have known in my heart, like that's the guy she's supposed to marry. Yeah. And I think like that just gave me like, I could kind of let go at that point. Yeah. Like, okay, like this is a hundred percent going to happen. Yep. And so we started dating in February. We went on like a family trip with his parents um, up to Utah in March. And that's when we bought our engagement ring. And he proposed in April. Wow. And we got engaged in April and we got married in July. So we had broken up for a full year and a half. You got married in June. June. Whoa. <gasps> I know your anniversary. <laughs> I know. I always get them confused. Um, and so, yeah, we had a seven week long engagement and we bought the ring offline and genuinely nothing mattered to me. Yep. I, yeah, I forgot that part of my story too. I am like, feel like I'm a little bridezilla. Like I feel like I would be. Yes. I'm very, I'm, I feel like I'd be a little bit particular about yeah. things and like, honestly, nothing mattered. Yep. I bought my dress online. I didn't even go dress shopping. Yes. Like I just, it, it was just easy. Mm-hmm. And not even for a second when we were engaged was I like, we're not getting married. Oh, n- that never once crossed my mind. Like the same thing. We went and picked out a ring and I was kind of like waiting for him to propose and he finally did. And then I found the dress I wanted online, went to the store, tried it on, done. Done. Like it was that. I just, yeah. Yeah, like you said, you just, you, you don't care at that point because it's just like, I love you so much and like nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. And I think for me, a part of me was a little nervous to like tell people we were dating again because it was right after that other guy. And I was like, this is going to look so bad. But I just didn't care. Didn't even care. Because I just knew. I mean, how many times did I call you after a date and I was like, Jamie, I really like them. This is so much fun. What did you say to me every time? I would say, do you like him more than DJ? And it was literally 100% of the time, no. Yeah. 
I just knew. Like and I knew too. I'm like, okay, no. I'd be like so excited about a guy and like so excited to tell Jamie. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, Jamie, I really like him. He's so great. He's this and that. And you're like, oh my gosh, did you feel the same way you do with DJ? And I'm like, no, thanks, Jamie. <laughs> thanks a lot for but reminding me. Because you're my sister and you knew I really wanted to get married. Completely. And you just didn't want me to marry the wrong person because I was rushing something. Yeah, because you just, you wanted that so bad. But you also knew in your heart that you knew that DJ was the one like that wasn't going to happen as much as you even pushed it to happen or they pushed it to happen. It wasn't going to happen. And I just, I, I genuinely feel like it was love at first sight with DJ. I think if me. you would have got engaged to that guy, I would have, I would have ended. You would have called off the engagement. Like the second that, that DJ was like, okay, I'm ready. You would have been like, okay, I'm done. We're not getting engaged. Yeah. 100%. Like I don't even care. Yeah. Yeah. I knew from the moment I met DJ that he was the person I was going to marry. Yeah. And next week, you guys can have DJ tell you how much he loves me because I promise he does. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he doesn't like me. No, he's obsessed with you. He just, it just took him a hot minute. But that was good. That was so good. Because once DJ's in, he's all in. Yes. But he just needed to get to that point. And like you said, he had like gotten home off his mission and was kind of like figuring out what to do. And I feel like even that was Justin. Like obviously it wasn't like broke up, get back together, like whatever. But it was like, oh my gosh, wait, do I want to do this? How do you not know? It's offensive. Yeah. You don't love me as much as I love you, but that's not the case. It's not the case. And I remember feeling that so often, like, oh my gosh, like, do I, am I just like crazy in love with you? And you just like, don't feel that, but that's not it. It's, it's just like, it. okay, wait, this is like a lifelong decision. And like in our church too, like we, I mean, we take marriage very seriously, even though it seems like we don't, we don't. <laughs> and we rush into it, but like marriage is a very, very sacred and important thing and like we believe in marriage being forever and so yeah it's not till death do us part it's for eternity it's for eternity and that one person that you marry is your like eternal person forever and so and it's like a huge decision it's huge and it sounds silly that like it's a huge decision me and DJ got engaged after one month but like I had known him for for the last two years and we'd spent so much time together and I mean, I, I like, I knew for yep. so long that like he was my person and I still firmly know and believe that he is my person. I don't know if I believe in soulmates, but yes, I just, I know That's that he's your my person. person. Yeah. Exactly. So anyways, then we got married and lived happy ever after, but <laughs> that's our story. Me and DJ, it was long, but it was worth the wait. Completely. Okay. So now that was both of our stories and we got so much input from you guys that we really want to talk about. Kenzie did some polls. So why don't you talk about what they are? Okay. So I asked the ages to get married, like what was too young, what was too old. Um, so I asked the first one, it says is 18 to 20 too young to get married. Okay. I was shocked by this. Like I was actually shocked. 53% of people said, yes, that is too young to get married. I would have thought it was a lot more than that. That said that like it, it is too young. Yes. Yeah. I would say 18 to 20 is too young to get married. Yes. I got married when I was 20 mm-hmm. and I still think it's too young to get married. Yes. You were married at 18. Yeah. Do you think that's too young to get married? I mean, I don't know. I think that it's really hard to say that because everybody's different. Everybody's so different on like who they marry and like their maturity level and everything. And I feel like it's hard to just gauge that with like one thing, but I don't know. I feel like if Navy came to me and was like, I'm going to get married and I'm 18. And I met him six months ago. I would be like, uh, no, you're not. Actually, no, you're not. So 18 is too young to get married. Yes. But also I, I would never ma- change a single thing about me being married when I did. I know. So it's so, it's so hard it's to say. It's a loaded question for it sure. Is. And so I did look this up because I was curious. The average marriage age, it's 27 right now. Yes. Um, Which I kind of 
that's kind of what I thought. Yeah. I said anywhere from like 27 to 30. Yes. That's kind of what my mind went to. And then I looked up for Mormons in our culture, how old was the average age to get married? And it was 23. And yes. I was a little surprised how high that was. Me too, because like we have had friends who said like they got married at 23 and they were old. They were like old in the Mormon culture. And like literally 25, I'm like, I'm 25. You are so old. I'm not even 25 yet. And I have two kids and I've been married six years. Like I can't even imagine that because that just wasn't my life. Completely. And like imagine I'm 25. Imagine not having kids and not being married right now. 27 years old, the national average to get married. It's like, I'm going to be done having kids when I'm 27. Oh, I'm 100% going to be done having kids. Like that's crazy to me. So it just shows how much of an influence culture is it's so true like in our area we're in mesa gilbert area and it's, i mean utah idaho yes arizona very saturated population with mormons yeah which is the religion that we are and so for us i'm like you're not married and you're 25 like sorry like what's wrong with you or like you've been divorced already yep like because you got married when you were 20 you and know it didn't work out and it didn't work out so it was always so it's just it's interesting now being able to step back from like being 18 years old I'm like 25, like, I'm like, I was a child. I was so I couldn't young. drink alcohol, but I could get married. That is so weird. I literally, we went on a cruise <laughs> for our honeymoon and they were like, asked us if we wanted a bottle of champagne. And I literally was like, I can't drink. I'm not old enough. Like I'm not. And then DJ 21. like laughed. Cause he's like, you can't even drink. But we just got <laughs> married. Like, <laughs> like who am I with? Like we, we're babies. But also I felt so old. And especially after everything me and DJ had been through, I was yes. like, I'm mature enough to be married. Uh, yeah. Like I'm so old. But my daughter came to me at 18 years old and was like, came home from college with this guy that she had known for, known for six months and was like, we're getting married. I'd be like, Hold I on. would be having a panic attack. Like, hold on. I, I like wonder what mom and dad were well, like. And think about when you were 18 to being 24. You've changed so much. So much. I think for mom and dad too, like mom got married when she was yeah, 19. Yeah, so she couldn't say anything. I mean, she knew. And it's like, I feel like that feeling is just so strong. Like Completely. when you know it's that person. Completely. And so, okay, next one. I said, is 21 to 23 too, too young to get married? And 80% of people said no. Oh, okay. Which that's average. Is 24 to 27 too young to get married? And 98% of people said no. Okay. By 27, you can be married and nobody will judge you. Yes. Great. And then I said, what's the perfect age to get married? Somebody said, when you feel mature both individually and in a relationship, which I also think is very important. That's like exactly the answer that I would give. Same. That I, I truly think. I don't think that there's a perfect answer, but our sister Kendall said never. Um, the 25, 25, 25, 25. So those are my polls that I asked about the perfect age to get married. Seems like a lot of my followers think like 25 is a good age to be married. Mormon culture is 23. National average is 27. So 25 is right in the middle of there. That seems pretty average yeah, to me. Is it 25. does. Completely. I asked a couple of questions. The first question I asked was thoughts on young marriage. And I got so many responses. I don't think I've ever gotten so many responses to stories. Um, And I feel like the overwhelming majority of people just said it totally depends on your maturity level and like where you're at in your life, which I mean, I just totally agree with that. And then it was a lot of mix too, like not for me. It feels like people for religious reasons, but I don't feel like that's right. You do you. But then other people were like, it's great. You get to grow and experience everything together for the first time. So there was just like really mixed. You're either like on one like one side or the other that you like think it's a good idea to get married young because you do get to like grow together and learn so much together and mature together and like I don't know and I felt like for me personally it was really fun to go through stages of life together like I look back to 18 I'm like oh my gosh like I was such a different person and like not even take out kids like obviously that's changed me but like not even with kids but like 
I was such a different person, but so was Justin. For sure. Like we got to grow and seriously like create and dream up a life together. Yeah. And like, well, and then it's also for me too, is like, what's yours is mine. What's mine is yours. And like, like for DJ, I mean, and for Justin, like we take on their debt from school. Yeah. Like, because we're married to them and that's just what we have to do. It probably would have been hard for me to marry a guy that was like, oh, I'm like a hundred thousand dollars in debt from grad school. And it's like, what? Like, no, that would be, that would like, that's weird. But and I got to go through yeah. that with DJ. Like, I don't know. And I, like you said, the different stages of your life, like if you married a guy that was 27 and you were 20, it's like, you're in a completely different stage of life because you're still trying to go through college. Like I yes. was one year into college. Like I, and so was Justin. So we got to go through college completely together. Yes, absolutely. Which I think was, that's a huge point. Yeah. It was so fun. And the other question I asked was why would you get married? Like why get married younger versus older? And I just like this because obviously Kenzie and I both got married young and the majority of the answers were like just getting to grow together in all of your stages of life, which I loved. And this, this girl said, I wanted to build a life with my husband, not try to fit someone into my life later on. And I thought that was really cool. Like, yeah. no, I think that's really cool. I like that answer a lot because I just felt like you do get to, and a lot of people said like, you get more time together because you're younger. Okay, so this you're... is really cool. So I just read this message. Yes. Because um, it's kind of the opposite of what I just said about yes. like taking on DJ's like debt and going through school, yep. whatever. Um, this is too much time in the box, but I wanted to share something funny. I had two years of my undergrad left when we got married. Everyone kept saying, don't get married while you're still in school because you won't be financially stable. But in reality, I was paying my way through my own school and scraping the bottom of the barrel. My husband had $30,000 in savings, when we got married and I was able to finish my school full time because money wasn't an issue. Just a good reminder not to generalize advice. Everyone's situation is different and being married while being in school isn't always a bad thing. And I, I mean, I think being married in school is not a bad thing at all. Like, no. I'm totally pro doing that. I did that. But that's interesting because that's a piece of advice that she got. Like, don't get married during school because then you're like not going to have money. But like in reality, Marrying her husband who could work and do a full-time job while she was in school helped her finish. Completely. So it's hard because all these pieces of advice are like, well, we could go the other direction. Yeah. There's just, yeah, you're literally on one side or the complete opposite. Like someone said this, like getting married too young increases your divorce chances because you are immature and like what you want changes, which that is so interesting to me because I guess in my mind though, it's like once I got married, like that was never, I don't know, just that wasn't an option. Like going through hardships and changing our stages of life, like I knew that I was going to do it with Justin. So even when I matured and things changed in my life, like he was, he was the constant, like we were together and we faced it together. Yes. But I can see that people say that. And also divorce rate among younger people is higher versus getting married older because you do change or whatever, something happens or you didn't feel like you got to live some of your life. And then the last one I asked, which I liked was cons of young marriage, because I did want to get the other side of the view of it, because obviously like I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm pro or con in my circumstance, definitely pro because I did it. But I also just feel like it just totally depends where you're at. But I feel like I got a lot of really good responses on the cons of it is just like you should figure out your career and your marriage at the same time. Like that can be kind of hard to figure out. And also the biggest one like is just not having money, which is so interesting to me because Justin and I had no money when we got married. Like he had some money from working in from his parents, but he was kind of using that for school. And I had like some money because I feel like, I don't know, I worked a lot when I was single. And so I saved that money. Not, not like 
maybe like a couple hundred bucks. It's not like I was crazy. Like I didn't have, we didn't have much, but we have built so much together. And Which we're I still, feel like it's so rewarding. We're still building together. Like we're still not rich and we're still working, but like now he's in grad school and we've got to experience that whole thing together. And like, we're still working so hard towards our dream and towards our like goals in life. And it's been so fun. And I would not change that for the world. I couldn't imagine going through college without him because a hundred percent. I completely just, agree. That's what I did. And I always had him to come home to. I was going to also touch on that a little bit. I didn't have to go through the stress of dating. No dating was a whole nother ball game. Yes. Like I could come home at night and like know that my husband's there and like we would watch a show, we'd eat dinner, we go to sleep. Like that was, and I could study more because yeah. I knew like I was married instead of having to go out and like do the whole dating scene and like worry about what guys are thinking and what guys are texting me and what I'm doing that night. Like instead it's just like you said, it's just a constant. It is. And that was like so nice going through school. There was a couple other things here too. Ooh, this is a good question, Jamie. It's kind of is off topic, but I just read it and I think it's a good question. Maintaining relationships with non-married friends. Is it worth the stress or let them go? That is so interesting because I feel like when you are married, you get into a different stage of life, obviously. And so you kind of want to be friends with people that relate to you. And that's even being a parent. I, like, that's what I was going to say. I don't really like hanging out with people that don't have kids. I shouldn't say I don't like it, but it's harder because they just don't really understand. Well, like, because I feel like I'm being an inconvenience Exactly. To you. My life revolves around my kids. And so it's like feeding and crankiness and tantrums. Like if you don't have kids, you're like, oh my gosh, this is exhausting. But I also feel like she said maintaining relationships are you the one maintaining it? Are they trying to maintain it too? Because I would never cut off a, I mean, hopefully you didn't cut me off when you got married because no, I'm your best friend. Like, no, no, completely. Because it was between the both of us that we knew we wanted to maintain our friendship, exactly. even if one of us was married. Yep. But if you're the only one maintaining the friendship, then don't maintain it. No. It's silly. And also like, does your friend respect the fact that you're married? Do they want you to go out every single weekend and party with them and hang out and like get mad that you want to spend time with your husband? Because if so, probably not a good friend and isn't respecting your boundaries. Great question, but it's also circumstantial. Completely. What is your friend doing? Are they being annoyed that you're wanting to be with your husband? Are you being annoying because you want to bring your husband along with your friend and your friend just wants to hang out with you? Well, and I remember like, I remember even when I got married and you were like, you were like, it kind of makes me sad, but like also now I get it. It's like, you were like, Justin's your person. Like, we have to like not be that for each other because we were for so long. Like, yes. you're like, but now like that's on Justin. Like he's your first go-to or whatever. And in my head, I was like, wait, what? Like that kind of makes me sad, but it's like, no, that is. Like, that is. And it, and it doesn't mean you're not going to need me. No, exactly. It's just needing for different things. And like, I go to you because I need you for a different way than I need my husband. Absolutely. And, I don't know. But they're just as important. Exactly. It's just as important to have a, and a I think, mom friend or a girlfriend as it is to, I mean, you're having your husband's relationship is more important, obviously, but I need an outlet. Me too. I need to go out once a week with you or with our girlfriends and like have a minute to like decompress and just like chill with the girls. Like I feel like everybody needs that. Definitely. So maintain your friendships. Yes. They might not be exactly the same. No. But, but also you evolve too. You do. And as they get into that stage of life, like- you just connect even deeper. Okay, I think this is a really good question. I think we can talk about this for a minute because I think it ties into culture of our religion and the church and marriage. Maybe why people get married young too. Which I think is a huge reason that people get married so young. Did you and DJ wait till marriage? Did you? <laughs> me and DJ did. We, Me and DJ, as a partner, me and him waited till marriage with each other. Yes. Did we wait outside of each other? No. no. I had sex before marriage. Yes. 
which is frowned upon in our religion, in yep. our church, it is frowned upon. Um, I don't think it contributed to me and DJ. No. Personally, I don't think it did, but I think it contributes a lot to a lot of other marriages and a lot of other reasons that people get married so fast because having sex is a form of showing that you love someone yep. and you can't do that when you're religious or when you're in our religion or in our culture because then you guys can't really get married. Yep. Cause like we, yeah, we don't believe in that. And so, so it, a lot of people will rush to get married so that they can finally have sex. And then they do and they realize, Oh wait, there's no emotional connection there. Like we had a physical attraction and we want both wanted to have sex so bad that we did it. And and now, now we're married and now we don't really bond with anything else. Like that's kind of it. And we've had friends that have experienced that yeah. like in their marriages and whatever. Do you feel like it contributed to you and Justin getting engaged and married so quickly? N- not literally, not even a little bit because I was the same. Like I had sex before I was married, not with Justin. Justin and I waited until we were married, but I had had sex before that and he had not. And so I feel like, and like you said, Justin's a very logical person. And so I feel like, like we'd never even, I don't know. He never was like, oh my gosh, like literally can't wait to have sex. Like, I don't know. That wasn't a part of like, but I feel like that's a huge thing that people do say in our church. I just feel like at least for us personally, that wasn't that a was part of it. That was never a thing for us either. No. And I was excited to like experience that for the first time when you are married because it really is so different. It's very, yeah, it's very different, especially in our culture with a little bit of a guilt culture. Yep. So for me personally, when I would have sex before marriage, I always just felt very guilty and it was never a good feeling. It wasn't enjoyable. It wasn't fun. It wasn't like, fun. It was fun in the moment. And then like 10 seconds after you're like, what did I just do? Because we yeah. are a little bit conditioned yep. to feel guilty when we do something that opposes the viewpoint that we're supposed to uh, agree with. I was very excited to finally be like, I'm doing this the right way yes. almost. And so not, not for like a, like I can't wait to have sex, but more so like I can't wait to feel like this is how it's supposed to feel after that's like literally yeah that's my exact like exact exact words you took out of my mouth like that's exactly how I felt was just like I can't wait to see that like the feeling of like what this is supposed to feel like to like have sex with someone you're married to and like that you love so deeply because having sex with boys in high school I don't know I feel like it's just so different oh it's very different you just don't feel that like that a hundred percent deep emotional connection that is part of sex. Is, Which is probably why you should wait till marriage. Yes, exactly. It's just not there and it is so different. Do you feel like you would have gotten married young if you weren't a member of our church? I don't know. That's hard to say because... Because your whole relationship was kind of around the church because you went to a church school. Definitely. But also, I mean, in our church, you don't move in with someone. You don't do any of that. So if I wasn't in the church, like... A lot of people are like, okay, I have steady boyfriends and I do everything with them, just like you're saying, but we also live together. So like, I mean, you had people like, why would you ever get married? Like, it's a piece of paper. Like, it's oh, nothing. I definitely had people say that. Like, it's why even do that? Like, why don't you move in together? Like, and- you, should, you should test it before you drive it. Fuck with that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, forever. forever. <laughs> yeah, I do feel like that is such an important question to ask people, especially in our culture and in our church, because so many people get married just to do that. And people just rush to have sex because they want to have sex so bad, which it's just, yeah, not really right because a marriage is eternal. It's more infatuation and like lust yep. than it is like love, love because Completely. you're just so, 
which is good because you should be attracted to your spouse. You should be attracted to your husband. Sex is important. Yes. I'm not saying it's not important. It's very, very important, but it shouldn't be the sole reason that you get married. No. And I feel like for a lot of people in our church, it kind of is. It is. Okay, Jamie, here is a really good question. Do you ever get FOMO seeing people our age without kids or not being married? That is a great question. Honestly, none of our friends are married. No. None of our friends from high school, except for the people that are in our same religion. Yep. If you think about that. Yeah. Like very, very few. And I don't know. I think it's so hard because I would never, ever, ever change my life. Like I would never give it up for anything. But I feel like there has been times where it's like, oh, dang, like I, I couldn't do that. Like I have kids and I have like responsibilities and I have financial obligations and like so much in my life that I do have to do. Like so many of our friends just have no responsibilities. They're still in college. They're still just drinking every weekend. Or they like work. They work. But like that. They work for the weekend. And yeah. Then they party and then they and party all weekend. weekend. So it's not necessarily like the partying and like all of that that I like have FOMO about. But it's like there's times where I'm like, oh, dang, like it would be nice to just like on a Friday night, like. I don't know. You don't plan your whole life around like your kids and, and yeah, family. Yeah, like finding a babysitter. Completely. It's like, oh, I want to go on a date. Oh, but I also have two kids. Well, but then it's like, then you're married young. Let's take kids out of the equation. Yes. You're married young. And like, even when me and DJ are just married, it's like, oh, let's go on a fun date or let's go out of town or let's do this or let's do a staycation. It's like, we had zero dollars. Yeah. We didn't get to go on these fancy date nights. And like, okay, now we can. Now oh, we yeah. have a little bit more, which is great, but we're still also in grad school. So yeah. not a ton more. No. Now we have to find a babysitter. Yeah. Now we can't go overnight whenever we want to go overnight. Yeah. Like when I, yeah, I remember that too. Just like wanting to go on dates and it's like, okay, so let's like plan like what our date night will look like. And it's like, okay, let's go to Cafe Rio. Let's share a salad. That's $8 or $9. Like, and we'll just share it because spending $20 is like too much. Like that's a fancy date. $20 is like, that's a lot. That's a big date. That was a fancy dinner. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we'll spend $8. Like we can manage that once a week. Or going to Applebee's and ordering the two for 22. So you both got your own meal and one of you got a drink. It was like, oh my gosh, that that was an anniversary. Yes. Or like Valentine's Day. Yep. I remember like Justin and I would drive to Idaho Falls, which is like just a town, a bigger town. Like Rexburg is really small. Um, and Idaho Falls is like, I guess, more of a city. And so we'd like drive there and I, we would be like driving along like all the nice restaurants. And I'm like, oh, like maybe one day you can take me to one of these. Like Maybe one day I can maybe, go to Texas Roadhouse. Maybe for one of our anniversaries. Like, and I just felt that like so strongly. But, and then he would like surprise me one time. Like, oh my gosh. But we'd share a meal. Yeah. Like we always we shared. shared a meal up until like a year ago. Yeah. Completely because it's so much cheaper. Like, yeah. okay, we can spend $20, but like. We can't each get a meal. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. And it's funny because it's like a little bit have FOMO of like missing out with our friends. But then also like I'm sitting here talking to you about these memories with DJ. And like, I would not give this up for For, all of the money in the world. Nope. I wouldn't give it up to go hang out with my friends on the weekends. Like, these memories are forever, forever in my head. And I honestly, like truly, deeply, I love that I get to experience all of this with Justin and also like... I don't know, just to live that and... And to tell your kids. To tell my kids that. Like, we struggled financially. And, like, now, like, we worked our butts off. Yeah. And, like, I can't wait till I get to that point in my life. But I also love and cherish, like, each stage that we get to go through together. Absolutely. And, like, I remember when we moved into our first apartment. We lived in Mesa for our first apartment before we moved to Rexburg. And our rent was $400 a month. We lived in a, like, literal square box and we had a Murphy bed. It was a studio apartment. So our bed just came out of the wall. And that's our bed that we'd sleep in. We had 
like a wall air conditioning unit. We didn't even have a dining room table. Like we didn't have a TV, like, and we were living large in that apartment. And like, I can't wait to like drive by our old apartment and show Payson and, and Pierce and just be like, that is where we started. Like we started from nothing. And I feel like it's so cool to build your life together. And like, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like very strongly about that because I Me feel too. like that has been such a fun part of being married and like getting to experience, like you said, every single stage with that person. Like we graduated high or not high school. Whoa. Me and you graduated high school. Yes. No, we graduated college together. We had like our first baby together. We moved into our first apartment together. We moved into our first, I mean like me and DJ both lived at home yes. until we got married. Yep. Like it was our first home away from our parents was living together. Definitely. And then it was like, then like moving to a different city and then having like your second kid living in another apartment and then living, finally buying your own home. I mean like Jamie and Justin bought their first home last year. We bought our first home in the last couple months, like going through every stage of life. And like, like you said, just starting from the bottom and then like, just like you guys just work together. You have to work together to get where you are. And I think that's really cool. We just rely on each other. And like we went back to Rexburg over Christmas break and we just stayed there for a night. And like, it was so fun to just drive by. Like we literally drove by my old apartment and was like, this is, that's literally right where we met. Like, and this is like where we fell in love. This is where we went on dates together. And like had Navy at this hospital and brought her home to our first apartment together. It was just so fun to reminisce on all of that. And no matter what, I just would never give any of that up. Like I'm so grateful that I got married when I did. Was there anything, sorry, kind of change the subject. Um, was there anything that surprised you when you got married? Like, did anything hit you? Like once you got married, you were like, I didn't think like, I didn't think a, that was like, Justin like that was so out of like the norm for him or like that surprised you about being married like anything that like shocked you or any any surprises I think that this happens like with everybody but you kind of go through a transition with like I don't know in-laws like when you're marry someone you really do like marry into their family and I think that was just like so not not even in a bad way but it's just like I don't know so many things change and like you're both trying to like bring in different parts of like how you grew up and like mesh it into one so that you can like create a home together with those different things and like even different eating patterns like oh yeah what you eat what you cook like all of that and I don't know so I felt like probably like just family and in-laws like navigating that and figuring out relationships yeah and and it's like we don't even have bad in-laws but like it's still hard to navigate definitely it's still like who do you spend time with like our family is so close yeah and I know Justin over the years has been like oh my gosh your family's like so close I need like a minute and it's it's I was gonna say it's intimidating it is we're always together yep like not even just me and Jamie but like our other two sisters and our parents like we're like always together yeah so that's intimidating. Yeah. So that's a good point. Yeah. That's a, what would you say? I mean, like I didn't have anything in my head, but then you said that and I was like, yeah, I agree. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I would say that and then finances. Yeah. I would say that's a huge one. I mean, like, even though like I love that we started from nothing, like when you have nothing, it is scary. It is. Not and like scary, like I'm going to be homeless, but no. like scary, like we knew we'd pay our bills, but yes. like maybe getting there was like okay, it might be like kind of hard. Like yeah. Justin would work these crappy jobs and make $12 an hour. But exactly. Like, our bills were always paid. Our bills we were had always everything paid. we needed and we were in college. Like that was what we did and what we had. For and sure. Like our parents' rules too is like 
when you're married, you're cut off. Like, yeah, my parents were paying for my college up until I got married. Yeah. I was in college for like a year and a half until, and then me and he got married. And then it was like, he had to pay for your own college. And I was like, you pay for college? <laughs> like, wait, what? Are you serious? Yes. I was like, there's no way I can pay for college. I'm going to drop out. But then my mom sat me down. She wasn't just like, go figure it out. She of sat course. me down and she's like, this is what you do. This is how you apply for grants. This is how you get scholarships. Like, get scholarships. Yeah. And that's why we ended up being going to BYUI because we got our tuition fully paid for. Yep. So we had to make these decisions, decisions as a couple like, well, is it worth going to ASU and staying in Arizona and going to like this really fun school, but being in like $50,000 of debt like, or no. going up to Idaho for one year, finishing college and having zero debt. Yep. And for us as a, as a marriage, we're like, obviously. You have to make that decision together though. Exactly. But I would definitely say finances were like when I, I a think, hit. I think learning how to spend money because when you're yes. single, it's like, oh, I'm going to go to Target and buy something. Like this is my money. And it's I my can, money. I can kind of control yep. how I want to spend it. But it's like, Justin, like, what did you buy at Target for $20? I'm like, well, why do you care? Like, is, does it matter? But it's like, no, because we're one now. And like yep. everything we like just communicate about. And when you are like scraping the bottom, $20 is a lot of money to spend. Like, yeah, for sure. You don't need that like type thing. So I think that was not even hard. Like it wasn't like we fought about it, but it was like, okay, yeah, you're right. Like It was a hard adjustment. Yeah. But like, like you said, like just like, why spend $20? You're like, oh, I probably shouldn't have. Yeah. like I Not didn't. like you guys fought about it, but just like you came to the realization like, Oh, I was used to just kind of buying what I wanted when I wanted because I didn't really have anybody to answer to. Exactly. But when, and not even answer to, but figure things out together because you are like making sure you can pay your bills and making so sure. So that was another question I got. Did you guys do a joint bank account right away? Yeah, we did. Yeah, Literally, we did like, too. Probably, I think we signed up for a joint bank account like when we were engaged, Yeah, to be honest. We went like the second after we got married, mm-hmm. we went and signed up for a joint bank account. So we've always had that. That was just something I... I knew right away we wanted to do. I agree. I could, I like could never not. I don't know why. To me, that's like so foreign. I don't understand how people do that. Not that it's a bad thing, but we just always have. Yeah, same with us. And so it like shocks me that people don't. I'm like, who pays for what? How is it fair? Like, I'm definitely a fair person. I'd be like, nope. Like, you spent 25 cents more than me, or like, I spent $5 more than you. Like, you owe me $5. No, literally. (laughs) Like, how do you split bills up? It just logically for me, for me too. I'm a control freak. I just, I couldn't do it. I wanted to see everything, and we all just put our money together into this account, and like, this is what we have. Yeah. And DJ's like very relaxed. He doesn't even have our bank account information on his phone. He no. has no idea how. And DJ's, I mean, I think it's been interesting too because like up until the last year and Maybe, a half. Maybe, yeah, year and a half. That's exactly what I would like say. Like I, Justin had always worked. Like I didn't work because I was in college and then I had Navy. And so he would work and he would make the money. And now roles are reversed, but you've always been the one that worked. Like you let Justin, or not Justin, <laughs> you yeah. let DJ focus on school 100% and you worked. Well, it's because I started with a really awesome college job. Yes. I you got did. into like the best college industry. Um, I started serving before I was married, before I was engaged, before DJ even was in my, well, he's in my life, but we weren't dating or anything. Yes. And you made great money and for I made great money. Like for, for a, a college single student, college student. Oh man, yeah, I was rolling in it yes. for a college student. Serving was the best decision I ever made yes. and we got married and we were back at work and the first day back at work DJ texted me and said I quit my job like I walked out of my job we literally had been married for like maybe a couple days you're like um uh, what he's like well you can cover our bills now so I wanted to quit and I was like wait what is <laughs> happening he had hated where he was working he yeah. did and I and I had known that for a really long time that, he was yeah. already looking for a better job because he needed to work in a physical therapy clinic for hours for like his career yep and so I was like 
okay, like, what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to do this? So then he like found a job. He found a job within two weeks and he was working and it was great. And then we moved to Rexburg. And yeah, I just was like, you know what? I have a great job. Our tuition's fully paid for and I'll just work and yeah. I'll pay our rent and it'll be fine. You focus on school. I need he, you to do good. He needed to do well. Yep. He couldn't get into physical therapy school without doing well. Completely. So I have always worked. Yeah. I've And I think that's such your worked. personality oh, it's too, though. So my, and I knew forever that I would want to work. Like mm-hmm. even I had Payson and I... I mean, I was going to go back to serving. Yeah. That was like my game plan because I genuinely loved ser- yeah. serving and we needed to pay the bills and DJ had gotten into grad school. We're like, what are we going to do? And then social media kind of just fell into my lap and that's what I started doing and yes. I love it. And then from there, I've just kind of worked my butt off for it. Of and completely. Yeah, I've always been the one just to work because yeah. we've just been going through this whole school process. Completely. And it's not a bad thing. It's freaking awesome. Like, and I love working. I don't even think when DJ's done with school, I'll stop working. No. I and love it. And that's like up until I started working. Like now, I don't know. It's also just the the best feeling ever to be like, I get to support us now and like, w- like help you get through school. Like that's just so cool. And it's like the best feeling ever. I'm like, okay, I love to be able to like contribute more than I am. And not that like being a mom and a wife isn't contributing enough. Like that is obviously the yes. best thing ever, but it is really like amazing. And I love working now. But then also we've talked about this before in our life because mom and dad have always been like this. And I think we've really seen this. Um, they've always been 50, 50, but it's not always 50, 50 yeah. because sometimes one role is harder than the other. Completely. I personally could not go to physical therapy school. No. I would die. I could not do it. DJ's in school full time. And so I'm watching the kids all day, which is exhausting and super hard and is a different type of hard. But then he comes home and I'm like, you just take the kids. You go play with them. That's like what I want you to do. I want the kids to spend time with you. I'm going to clean the entire house. Yep. And like some people would be like, well, that's not fair. You need to split chores. But I'm like, well, no, I would rather him be outside playing with the kids. Yeah. You know, and it's never, it's never equal. Never. But you both have your own roles and the roles will switch over time. Just like you said, Justin's always worked and now you're working. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you're doing more than he's doing. No, he's I don't want to go to law school. Exactly. <laughs> and so I feel like we have a really hard time in our society right now with being like, everything needs to be equal. Yeah. Everything. Like yeah. everything we do in life, like woman and man, marriage needs to be equal. Like if you're doing the dishes, he needs to do the dishes the next day. Like if you're doing the laundry, he needs to be doing the laundry the next day. But in reality, the roles are never going to be. No, they're never going to be exactly 50, 50 because you're just taking on different things. And you're a team. Exactly. And And I think we figure that out. And Justin knows if I'm like, I am tapped out like, or like he knows I hate going to bed with a sink full of dishes. Like, and so yeah, I'm exhausted and he's exhausted from school. And like, we're both just like trying to get up the energy to get stuff done. But like, He'll pick up the slack where I can't and vice versa. Like I know he has finals coming over. I know he has a hard week at school and a lot of reading. Like I'll make sure that he comes home. There's dinner. There's like, this is clean. The kids are like put together and, or like put to bed, whatever. Like I'll make sure that I'm picking it up when he can't. And he definitely picks it up when I can't. Like I can't say enough about how much Justin does. Oh, absolutely. Like, and DJ too in the house, even like you're going to school, you come home, you take care of the kids, you study and you still make time for me. You let me go out. You like... I don't know. It's just, it's amazing. Well, and like supports us in everything that we do. Like uh, it's literally, you guys, it is 11 o'clock right now and we're recording this podcast. Like yeah. DJ's just in our room. He put both the kids down because yeah. me and Jamie had to get started early. Justin went home with both kids, put both kids down. Like they are 
so supportive of every single endeavor that we've yep. ever wanted to do. And even Saturdays, like, I don't know, that's a big work day. It's like, yep. you need to help me make content. That's what content. we did today. And you didn't have school all day. Yep. We filmed like 10 reels. Yeah. It's like, I need help with content. I need help shooting this, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, I know that he has stuff to do. I know he has reading to do. And I know he doesn't want to do and this. He, but he's a hundred percent there and he's supporting me because we're a team. And yep. When I know he has a lot of reading, I'll make sure that that's when like, Kenzie, can you help me do some reels or like yes. whatever? And you and I both know that. So it it works a lot, but I feel like, I don't know, just, I guess to wrap it up, like young marriage is, can be, and is at least in my circumstance, like it's amazing. I would never, ever change when I got married, who I got married to none of that, because it has been like such a fun journey. Get excited about having your husbands on next week. Yeah. They're going to be here. We're going to ask all the fun questions. Some spicy questions. We can't wait. Have you guys asked some questions about our stories if you have any questions about them. And get to know both of us and our husbands more every single time. Yeah, so I'm super excited. And we'll see you next week on the Codependent Podcast. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.